0: we just had PJ Peterson, uh, as our guest for this podcast. Uh, PJ is a coach over at San Juan high school's baseball team. He owns his own business called Peterson media. And he's actually a former teammate of mine from um, back in the day. We actually played baseball together uh, pretty much our entire lives. So that was cool. I think that's my first time ever having, um, a former teammate on. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. Nice. So that was, that was fun. And, yeah. uh, I've actually, I've actually contacted other guys I've played ball with and then there's other guys on my list. So if you're out there and you do listen,
1: Josh is going to get you.
0: You might (laughs) expect a phone call at some point.
1: We'll be grilling you.
0: Yeah. But no, that was really good. You know, it's always cool. It's something I feel like we've talked about a lot, um, on podcasts. It's cool when you have, um, a coach who's also, you know, either really involved with their career or maybe owns a business because it's just another level of, um, commitment to coaching and so seeing yeah. them do that and how they do that is really cool
1: right well yeah because then you know at, at the beginning of our interview with him we're talking a lot about coaching but then we get into talking about his business and then of course you ask the golden question of like how do you balance it all and you know how does all that work and um and I just just listening I just didn't realize that like oh my gosh like coaching takes time like Obviously, we know it takes time, but it took time away from his job. He's like, there were days where I was scheduling and I just didn't get any work done. Right. And that level of sacrifice, like, that's a lot. And oh, yeah. It's, and it's tough. And it's just, um, it was interesting to hear his perspective. I feel like we talked about a lot of things with him. We kind of bounced all over the place, which was good. We touched on a lot of areas.
0: Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. and like I said, because I know him and we've, yeah. we've, we 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 kind of grew up um, playing baseball and yeah. going to school together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do follow him on social media, and he like I, I mentioned it a couple times, but he really does, it seems like he lives a full life, mm-hmm. which is cool to see because it's like nice. I don't know if he's just wired that way. Maybe, maybe we should have asked him that. I don't know if he's <laughs> he's wired that way or right. if it's a, a conscious decision that he makes. But yeah. um, it seems like he's yeah. his his feed is filled up with um, you know fun, like yeah. stuff he does just to uh-huh. relax in and, and everyday yep. life, mixed with coaching, mixed mm-hmm. with his business, and he kind of, he does seem to have a pretty good balance. Right. If he doesn't have a good balance, he's really good at making it seem like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. I, have a, I have a feeling he's pretty yeah. good at balancing yeah. it based on the stuff he was saying. So it was it was cool.
1: It was good, and he had a lot of good things to say about social media. We always seem to find a way to talk about social media, by the way, oh, yeah. in all of our guest episodes. So. That part
0: too, there's probably a part two social media yeah. episodes coming at some point. Yeah. Um, so... But That's yeah. if if you and I make it oh any further. Here we
1: go again. So, jo- yeah, you guys will hear it.
0: You'll hear it. We don't, don't have, need to, we don't need to talk about it now.
1: Yeah. Josh is threatened to fire. <laughs> me. So there's drama coming up in this episode. There's Get some ready. drama.
0: Yeah, I can't I can't take it anymore. You know what's sad though. Most people are like, the only reason we listen is because of dev. It's like <laughs> they're like it's gonna turn back on me. I'm like we wish Josh wasn't a part of this. <laughs>
1: <Stop>. <laughs> they're just waiting for me to sing and keep. We haven't brought, we haven't brought that up in a while. Okay, well that well, could we be haven't, another time. We haven't done a, I don't know why an I'm an setting setting I am not up for this because I don't even want to sing. So anyway.
0: Yeah, we can talk about that later. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was about to go into it. No, no. You no. know what's funny is we said, hey, you know what? Our recaps are getting longer and longer. We need to cut those down. And, and guess we what? Go. I it's know. It's just as bad. I know. Anyways, everybody, uh, PJ Peterson, Peterson Media, San Juan High School baseball coach. Enjoy this next episode. See ya. See ya. Now, it is time. now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine. Character Combine. Yeah, you're ready. yeah you're ready. Are you ready? You ready? On the scoreboard, the scoreboard, coaches, coaches, I want you to have the type of voice, type of voice that your athletes will hear decades later, decades later and still recognize the leadership that you hold in their, life, in their life, in their life, Get this thing, get this thing started. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto.
1: And I'm Deb McCollum.
0: And then, uh, you know, before we introduce our guest today, I do want to mention that I think we have our podcasting issue Solved because it kept going down. It'd be up for a week and then down for a week, up for a week, down for a week. I think we got it solved now.
1: I, t- I hope so. It's because you all keep downloading
0: so many. That of was them. part of the problem. You guys were downloading quite a bit, and we didn't yeah. have enough bandwidth to cover it. So yeah. we are good now. So uh, hopefully no more issues, and then we'll yeah. never have to post about that again. But anyways, <laughs> that's just some business. Our guest today is uh, actually a former teammate of mine, and uh, we actually played ball together pretty much our entire lives. Uh, he owns his own business called Peterson Media and he is also one of the coaches at San Juan, baseball coaches at San Juan High School. Uh, PJ Peterson, welcome.
2: Thanks, good to be here. Thanks for having me guys.
0: Yeah, it's probably, this must be a little bit weird for you, right? Because you're usually on the other side of the mic.
2: Yeah, well yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the business stuff, I uh, I do a lot of interviews and video recording interviews and live interviews at Racetrack. So getting grilled is uh, kind of what I do to people, so this is a, a unique position we to flipped, be. In. We flipped it on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people want. A lot of people would love to. So, too to shady, you guys. Yeah. All right,
0: we got the we got the exclusive PJ Peterson interview. <laughs> Absolutely. So we, we have to start our guests off with some warm-up questions. Deb, you got those?
1: Got them. You ready? Let's do this. There's three of them. All right. Um, first one, I'll make it an easy one, or not. Um, what's your favorite tr- tradition or holiday?
2: Uh, Christmas by far. Uh, my big thing on everyone goes to black friday i call it colorful friday cuz i do my house up as much <laughs> as i can he's not joking i'm um, yeah it's i've seen uh, the pictures <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> seen the pictures. It, it's my thing it takes me a day or two or the whole weekend depending on the weather but yeah christmas what? and decorating my house is by far the biggest thing i look is, forward to
1: is your the house that everyone stops to look at that's
2: my goal um okay. i live on oh. a corner in a neighborhood um, so people it's right across from a park so i do get a lot of people who drive by and nice. and slowly look and take take a peek um one year my inflatables fell down. I look like they're fighting. And I, ended, and I ended up on the neighborhood watch chat of people saying, oh, we have crime going on in oh, the no. front yard as a joke. So oh, my gosh. that's awesome. It's on its way, hopefully. <laughs>
1: You know it's successful when you look out your window and you have just cars stopped every – or you can't get out of your driveway. Yeah, or you that? see Everyone's little like,
2: kids in your front yard taking yeah. pictures with your stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <here laughs> trying to play <laughs> with the yeah. So would, would you consider – I mean, anybody who's local here knows Dovewood Court. Would you, considering, would you consider living on a street like that? Oh, I would love to. Um, oh, you would love to. people, people are like, absolutely People think not. I'm
2: crazy, but I, I, would, I would love to live in a neighborhood where you sit out with a fire pit and, and people yeah. come and cruise by. For some reason, That's my, cool. par- my parents always decorated, and that was – People, I was single for. A, or I'm still single with a girlfriend, but even even the bachelor pad got got decorated when it was just me and
0: the dog. So it's yeah. it's my thing. Okay, case. very cool, very cool. It's and nice. so we shouldn't take this long on this Christmas question, but Sula, I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> oh, so um, I, correct me, are you the person that watches a movie every day? Yes, I okay, also, that is that, that's you. That's another okay. tradition. Yeah. Oh my, so my god, 25 he's really movies at Christmas.
1: Oh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, so I'm gonna add a bonus question in then. All what right. is your favorite Christmas movie to watch?
2: Oh, that's hard. Might be, that might be the toughest question you <laughs> asked.
1: This may be a long podcast. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a tough questions.
2: one. Uh, man, there's so many good ones. Um, Christmas with the Cranks is probably one of mm-hmm. my favorite with uh, with Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah that's a yeah. good one. Uh, he decorates the house. And he tries to get out of it one year and it blows up in his face. So <laughs> I guess yeah. it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, that would
0: make sense. That would never happen <laughs> nice. with you. No. 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 no we getting Christmas going somewhere and I'm like,
2: eh, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> well, people count on you in the street. Right? Right. <laughs>
0: All right. What's question number two? Okay.
1: Question number two. If you could pick a decade to live in, um, aside from the one now, which would you pick out of the 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Mm.
2: Uh, I would say the 80s solely because in high school we had to do our decades project and mine was the 80s, so I feel like I Mm. uh, have some knowledge of what went on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, neon colors were pretty sweet, and I know they're starting to make a comeback, so style and fashion, I think, would be... uh, would be fun to it, be part of again.
1: It really is. Like I, well, I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a teacher at a high school. Right. and I see what all
2: the high waisted stuff and yeah, everything. So yeah. I'm like,
1: what. What is yeah, this? Yeah, right. it, it's totally, yeah. <laughs> the
2: next just, thing you know, scrunchies are going to be They the No, yes. No, they? they're wearing <laughs> scrunchies, yes. All the girls, that's like awesome.
1: the girls that I, I train girls, I, I'm a strength and conditioning coach, and they're all wearing scrunchies. I'm like, what? And so anyway, okay. it is coming back. Yeah. already right, so you're right there. Yeah, so you, you might, might be living be, in the 80s. That's true. Right, so. I mean, I could be already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's my, that, was, uh, that project was brutal. It was. I had the 60s, which was easier because there's a lot so much content in the 60s. Oh, but, true. Um, but yeah. it didn't go so great for us. <laughs> we passed, but that was, you know, <laughs> we passed. That's all I have to say about that. That's awesome. Question number three. The
1: Question number three. Okay. The zombie apocalypse is coming. What are three people, who are three people you want on your team? Uh, Aside from me and Josh. Okay.
2: Yeah, you uh, don't want me. <laughs> see, my girlfriend, she's into fitness, so there she could probably run or, or fight stuff off with Sweet. me. Okay. Okay. Um, person one of my cop buddies. We'll say that's smart. We'll say one of my cop buddies. So I'll say Adam Schirmerhorn. Uh He's got to be a sharp shooter, I'd imagine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with some sort of zombie bullet. Yeah. <laughs> and he said three. 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 Got oh, one man. more. One more person to round out the squad.
1: Come on, PJ. Don't you have friends?
2: Yeah, I know. I don't <laughs> know which one I want to take with me. Uh, we'll say. Uh, We'll say Andy Forsberg. He's a race car driver friend of mine who's, uh, who's been on a heater lately, so hopefully he can drive, drive through this oh, apocalypse. Oh, there you oh, that's, go. So. That's, that's,
1: a, that's a solid team. We've got strength,
2: we've got sharpshooters, and we've got getaway drivers.
1: Sweet. So. Yeah, that's not bad. And then you'll see me, and I don't know about Josh, but hiding in that tower. Right. Yeah. staying up there. I'm not coming down. <laughs> yeah, stay
0: away from those guys. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thanks for answering the warm-up questions. Oh, no worries. Um, so, you know what's crazy? Today, today's is a super hot day. And I don't know if you remember, back when we were playing Pony Ball. I think you and I played in a game that was probably the hottest game I've ever played in, and I think it went 13 innings. I, I remember this. <laughs> do you remember that? It was, like, over two days. What? There, are, there aren't many games that I remember from back then. Like, specifically, right, that right. one I do. So I pitched I pitched a full seven. Wow. And then I don't know who pitched for you guys, but then we had to play the next day. Yeah, we, oh we god. against each other. We had to finish it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. so we played another six innings the next day, and another wow. one of our pitchers pitched six innings. And mm-hmm. so the, easily the hottest game I've ever played in.
2: Yeah, and no, I remember that game vividly because I remember I caught – the entire 13 innings, and then uh, that sucks. The game ended <laughs> well, like the continuation ended, and we had to play the semifinals. That was what you were supposed to play, and I had to pitch. So right, that was back before pitch counts and all kinds of rules. But yeah, right. I, I remember that one vividly.
0: Yeah, I, when wow. I had you, when we got you on this podcast, I'm like, oh yeah, so we, we played that game. It just yeah. it's fitting that today is so hot. Yeah, but uh, you guys won that game, by the way. We did. We lost. <laughs> and uh, anyways, I thought I'd bring that. that. Oh yeah. That's yeah.
2: <laughs> well, that I mean, and I completely yeah. off topic, but that was a uh, we were a. It was our little TOC thing, and yeah. we went in as one of the lower seeds, and we ended up right. winning the thing. So I,
0: I think that's, that's the right. reason why I remember it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a fitting win because it's like it was like a destiny, right? Right. Because we're just destined to win. Yeah. But um. <laughs> so anyways, a lot, that wasn't completely random. But what's what's your athletic background? I mean, I kind of have an idea, but uh, let, the, let the listeners. Know. I played
2: baseball uh, locally in Orangeville from T-ball up till, I think, what do we call it? Pony when you're 13 or 14? Yeah, I think so. And then I went into high school at CASA, and I was a three-sport athlete uh, my freshman and sophomore year. Uh, Junior year, went down to two sports. And then by my senior year, I just played football. So it was football, basketball, baseball, football, basketball, and then just football. Mm. So I did a little bit of everything for as long as I could.
0: Cool.
1: Very nice. And then, so did you stop at high school, or did you do anything beyond that? Even if you didn't play, like, how did you get into coaching, I guess, is my next question yeah. after that.
2: Um, so, yeah. So, after high school, it kind of stopped, obviously. Um, getting into college, you have some intramural stuff that you do right. take part in. Those are fun. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a lot of fun, especially being in the Greek community. Um, mm, yeah. You get a lot of um, competition going, which is which was nice. And then, to get into, uh, segwayed into coaching, my brother, um, a couple years older than me, he has a couple kids, and they were getting into their little league stuff, and I kind of had the age to get back into sports. I didn't want to be that guy who went right back to the high school that I (laughs) coached at and and was there the year after I graduated coaching. That's (laughs) tough. Yeah. So, um, uh, Taco could probably attest to this, but we had coaches who, when we grew up. That's my nickname, by the way. That was his nickname. That's my nickname. I was like, I think Um, you you gave me that nickname. I might have. I
0: think you created that one. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) See? That created some problems in the stands. I don't want to cut (laughs) you off. I remember there was one game where um, I was pitching, and then after the game, my aunt was there, and my mom and my dad were there, and my family. But my aunt said, hey, there's was this dude that was sitting behind me, and he, he yelled out, "Hey, nice pitch, Taco!" <laughs> and his buddy was like, "Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You can't say that!" He's like, "No, no, what are you talking about?" He didn't realize my name was Takimoto, and I'm Japanese, you know, I'm not Hispanic, oh, so he right. thought it was this whole gosh. racial thing. But oh my gosh, yeah, that's yeah. Funny. That's, that's, anyways, you didn't know that about me. But that's my, that my, <laughs> that that's my nickname. <laughs> nickname. To this day, it's still Taco. Okay. But okay, so there was always those coaches
2: who it would get, be over and above. They'd have nice uniforms and stuff, nicer than what the league gave you. So I wanted, I always wanted to do that. And then my. Um, brother wanted to do a travel team so it was kind of the best of both worlds not that travel sports is great because I didn't last very long doing it but <laughs> went that route coached them for a couple of years they were nine ten eleven and then they needed some help uh with the older kids and at Sunrise Little League so I started coaching with uh Trevor Surratt who's local his kid actually coaches kids at San Juan but uh, so I coached the older Little League kids with him and then that kind of pushed me into um San Juan needed some help that group of guys that I coach with also coached up there so it kind of shoehorned me into the high school level and that's how I started coaching high school baseball.
1: Very nice. So how many years total? Or I may or I may have spaced if you said it already. No,
2: I don't I was actually that question came up and I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> I've been at San Juan for three, um, I did the Little League thing for two and then I one or two of those years I also did with my brother. So I think in five or six years. So okay. I'm relatively still new in okay. to the to the realm of coaching and definitely new and fresh into the high school, the high school side
0: of it. Okay, is yeah. it something you've always wanted to do?
2: Yeah, I, I, um, it's funny because I got into business and the PR stuff on my my work stuff, knowing that I wasn't going to play sports anymore and I wanted to work in sports somehow. So I figured PR was the best side for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also knew that uh, if I could give give back and coach a little bit uh, when I settle down somewhere, I, I would love to get it have, if the opportunity presented itself. And I just was fortunate to where locally it presented itself in a multiple different aspects i've actually done a little bit of youth non-competitive uh youth competitive and now high school so i've gotten to do a little bit of of each different tier which is not many people can say they've been able to do the full spectrum right. so young
0: and so yeah especially that quickly because typically i mean like i know my dad you know coached us throughout me like me and my brothers throughout the years and he kind of just because of your kids growing up this right kind of yeah absolutely the way you did it, it was completely different and not having <laughs> and not having a kid and, right. and not having
2: kids in it and not really having a connection except for that first that first year with my nephew um it's been nice because obviously yeah. you always have to deal with the uh the <laughs> politics of, of coaching kids and right. the coach's kid yeah. so to not have that uh, mindset and just basically be a, a third party out there it, it's always it's been fun because if that time comes where I do have a kid, hopefully when I do go back and, and, and coach him or her or whatever, yeah. I'm able to have that mindset of not yeah. putting your kid first and just being out there for the betterment of the sport and everything, right. kind of like how I am currently.
0: Sure, right. for sure.
2: So we'll see. Right. And on, th- and, oh, sorry. No. <laughs> it always happens. <laughs> we, it's a matter of time. We always go interrupt ahead. each other. Yep.
1: Well, on the flip side – I've seen this kind of off topic, probably not relevant, well, kind of, but to, <laughs> to have um, what you just said with like having like favoritism with kids, I've, I don't know if, I don't know if it's because it's a girl thing or maybe it's a guy, uh, maybe it happens with guys too, but all of my teammates that I've played with, that their dad being the coach, even older like in high school, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, they were the hardest on them, on their daughters, like so tough. Yeah,
2: no, I mean... I've been That's in a situation like, yeah. where currently over where I'm at now, it's there's a couple. It, you've, at one point there it was three dad, which was weird to me because growing up we never had. I don't think there was dads in a, the high school level coaching us. It was almost uh, they weren't there. But at one point it was all there was. Four coaches there, and at one, they all had kids on the team. So it was not that they were hard on them, but they would definitely. Yeah. They would push them because. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of us out there, and, and right. having. That being half of the team, essentially, at one point, it, you'd naturally probably push them a little bit harder, but right. you definitely see it a little bit. Um, but you don't, yeah, it's, yeah, they're, they're not a whole, like, not favoritism necessarily, but just demanding more out of your own kid and, right. and hoping, you definitely do see that for sure. Right.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Four, four dads on the team. That's crazy. I don't well, think well I don't three understand. than me. Three than you. So three still, dads and then myself. Even just having multiple dads on the same team at yeah. that high school level is weird. I don't think I've. I yeah, no, it was yeah, it was it, it,
2: great yeah. baseball guys. All all three good sure. baseball minds. But yeah, just the way that it worked out. It's just wow. I think the culture and and yeah. it just happens to be that, that demographic at that school.
0: Right. right. Um, gotcha. So you so you've, you've been wanting to coach for a while or yeah yeah definitely
2: it's it's definitely piqued my interest
0: yeah so is there a is there a coach that you've had over the years that kind of inspired you or maybe your favorite coach that was really influential in your life
2: uh i would definitely say coach ryan uh norm ryan he coached uh, football at casa um it's funny because growing up uh, my brother and sister also went to casa and he was their basketball coach and so the basketball program was really good they were always one of the top seeds they always flirted with going to arco um, so I, I really looked forward to playing basketball for him. And as we were incoming freshmen, I think the baseball program got a new coach. The basketball program got a new coach. Wow. And that was because Coach Ryan took over the football program. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they took over a football program that hadn't been very good the last few years. And for however he coaches, it, it not, it's beyond X's and O's. But all, that first year, they went 10-0 and 0. after going 1-9, wow. and 0-10 years prior to that. And I think it was just kind of a testament of, of what he got out of his players and mm-hmm. for so long that he was there, they were a perennial perennial powerhouse essentially is what he turned him mm-hmm. into and seemingly yep. overnight, which was which was cool. He was a teacher on campus. Um,
0: super involved, too. Super
2: involved, yeah. yeah he he, and he pushed you to Belmus wow. to be a good person. Uh, he had a lot of BS stories, I think, that he would tell us to motivate us, which, which worked. <laughs> but you always, I do what you what you always listen. Do. You always listened <laughs> and, and the way that he spoke and presented yeah. itself, even, even in history class, because like, he was a history teacher, it was, yeah. it was the same way. And he just got you to, he got the stuff to adhere to you just by the way that he spoke and the way that mm-hmm. he presented it. So I guess that's something that I always respected and admired and liked was, and he wasn't a big scream. I mean, he could be a big scream in your face guy, but he wasn't a big scream in your face guy if he didn't need to so he knew how to motivate he knew how to teach he knew how to explain he knew how to talk or speak excuse me so it was was cool he was a good guy and I was bummed a couple years ago to learn that he got Removed or fired or retired from Casa, and I think mm. he's at Granite Bay now. So last well, I heard, still, he was at Granite still Bay. Still coaching yeah. somewhere. So Very there's cool. definitely some of today's youth nice. who's getting to experience him a little bit, which is great.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. That, no, that was a bummer to hear, uh, yeah. and I, I am glad to hear that he didn't just kind of hang him up. He is still coaching. Yeah, and so I, I
2: want to say he got involved at Granite Bay, and yeah. they won another section, or he won another section championship nice. with them, and then I think he got to a state bowl game, which I don't think he was able ever able to do at Casa because that structure has always changed. Right. So. It's cool to see that he still had yeah. success, even if it was in a, uh, a diminished role, but still part of it for sure.
0: Right. Well, and, yeah, Granite Bay, If you have Ernie Cooper at the helm, and then you have Coach Ryan with yeah, him. Yeah, and that's, well, that's a lot of They kind of teamed up. Lines. I want to <laughs> say
2: there for a minute, the two of them were like the freshman coaching staff, so you can only yeah, yeah. imagine how – that went with two two guys like that teaming up together, like you said.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the Avengers. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> it's like a superhero to exactly. together. That's pretty cool. That, that was Definitely. Um, Are there yeah.
1: any aspects... Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, You're good, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Are there any- <laughs> this happens all the time.
0: More so lately. That's yeah. all right. Okay. It might be the beginning of the end yeah. for us. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
1: Well, before we start recording, Josh kind of threatened me that he was going to fire me. Ooh. So
0: I did. I said <laughs> we've had some scheduling issues. So I said each time we have a guest, it's more like an audition for a new <laughs> podcast host. So right.
1: you've been warned, and
0: you're helping with the audition. So thank yes. you.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, Go ahead. All right.
2: Pining. I did an- interviewing your own replacement. That's yes. right. Cutthroat here. Rude. It is cutthroat here.
0: Okay, no, I like her too much, so we'll, we'll keep her around. <laughs>
1: Well, unless I want to leave. I'm just kidding. That's true, <laughs> too. At this I'm point, just
0: it might, might be uh, might I'll be just a stick around
1: to annoy you. So qu- my Sounds question good. to you was, Are there is there any aspect um, of, you said, what's well, his coach, Ryan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there any a- um, aspect of his personality or his coaching style that you think you've adopted and implemented with your mm, coaching style? Yeah, no,
2: that's a great question. Yeah. I would probably say just um, speaking to the players with respect and, and treating them like people uh, rather than talking down to them like coach mm-hmm. talking down to right. a player, uh, being conversational, but and then also going to some of his BS stories to use for motivation, <laughs> just bring up stuff that they have no idea if it's true or not. And you just yeah. kind of use it to, as bullets and board. Ah, excuse me, as bullets <laughs> and board material or whatnot, because he was really good at that. So, yeah. um, just respecting players, uh, opposite teams um, in the limelight, and then if you need to, not yell, but um, make up stories. <laughs> Make up stories that you heard or, or that they said or, or get them a little bit riled up. That's um, awesome. He was great with that. So I like this. I like to sti- like <laughs> think that I took that a little bit from him.
1: That's awesome. Hey, That's it's good. a mental thing, too. If you absolutely. got it, make oh, something yeah. up, and it's going to help them mentally. Absolutely. And it,
2: no, no, and it. wasn't <laughs> far-fetched. It was yeah. just something that it, they probably said it, but they didn't necessarily say That's it. But <laughs> no one needs to know if they did or not. Right, I, exactly. They just need to think they did, so they go out there. Tell,
1: I have to tell a story. I'm so sorry. Oh, absolutely. With the whole with all that so at coaching at Sheldon I think two or three years ago yeah we made up a story to our girls our rivals I don't remember who I don't know if, if we made it up saying it was Grover Pleasant Grove or something we like kind of did something to the field as coaches not vandalizing it but we put <laughs> we drew something we did something <laughs> okay. and to marking like we making it so, so like they Elk came, Elk and came and marked their territory right. That's so awesome. to get them all round. <laughs> so they came and they're like what they're like? Yeah, we came and we found it like this. But then they're not dumb. They figured it out. They knew we did but yeah, it. No, but, but it was it got them all excited and it got them all wrapped like up. Next so level we, motivation. Yeah, That's I don't good. know if I should condone any of that, but it worked. <laughs> so. if it worked, yeah. did you
0: guys win sections that year?
1: Yes, we did. There you
0: go. There it works. Must have worked. It, it definitely <laughs> must have worked. Must um, No, I mean going back to Coach Ryan though, I think I didn't have him as a coach. Obviously, I didn't play football, but I did have him as a teacher. Right. And you see him on campus, and so. Um, it is cool seeing a guy like that who it's not just, you know, he's one person when he coaches, he's someone else when he's a teacher, he's someone else with his family. He seems like a guy that's just, that's who he is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I didn't know him. I mean, I got to know him really well, uh, being a a student there and, and being in history class with him and playing in the football program. But I mean, I think it says a lot when a guy gives up a basketball program that was so good for so long, just because he, he knows that football is what really changes the atmosphere in high school at the high school level. And he gave that up to go back to football, which he hadn't coached. He coached basketball for 25 years. So it had been a 25, 26-year oh, wow. hiatus since he'd even been around a football field. And, and to give that up and, and go jump in where it was in dire need of help and, and to turn it around like he did, I think, speaks volumes. He must do something right. But oh, for sure. On all the different facets of coaching and teaching, from going to a, a great basketball program to establishing a, a really good football program there now.
0: Right. Well, I think that's, that's, I think that's a really good point because I think the great coaches – could probably coach other sports. And it may, there may be that Mm -hmm. learning curve, but Mm -hmm. they can do it because they're just, they're just good leaders. Mary Jo, who you coach with Mm -hmm. forever, and who's coached forever. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt she can coach coach a different sport and be successful. You know what I'm saying? And and coach Kat, who we had in recently Mm -hmm. and all these coaches, it's just, it's a leadership thing. Yeah, it's just getting people to buy into your
2: philosophies and anything. It's just, yeah, leading by example and and, and treating them like they are people and not just pawns in your your puppet game and and not trying to be a video game coach, kind of letting them freelance. Right, And, yeah, like I said, getting them the buy-in of what you're putting down. Whether you coach soccer or not, go out there and act like you've coached soccer and get them to buy-in, and good things
0: right. will probably happen. Right. right. It's a good way of putting it, a video game coach, because I think that does happen yeah. quite a bit. It's like yeah, I mean, i
2: have been guilty of you getting into situations where you're, okay, I need to put all these signs on because I need us to execute. I mean, everyone gets like that, but at the end of the day, it's – we want to play video games. We can stay home and play video games. It's a lot less stressful. Right. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the uh, like, on top of that, there are 15-, 16-, 17-year-old kids who this, right. is, this is, it's sports, but it's also life experience. You're yeah. going to fail. You're right. going gonna to succeed. It's, it's part of it. it. There's so much to take out of um, life from, from the scoreboard and right. the X's and O's, and it's, you have to be able to separate yourself and remember that at the same time.
0: Yeah, and that's huge. That's what we've talked about quite a bit on this podcast is how much you learn as a, as an athlete when you're growing up. Mm-hmm. All those things, if taught well, can translate to life beyond the field. And yeah, life totally. in school. 100%. And I'm sure with you, I'm sure that's played a huge part in you starting your own business. Yeah,
2: 100%. Um, I mean, obviously, there's starting business and, and, and sports you take from that is you, you have to have a good work ethic. You have to know that someone's always trying to be better than you somewhere else. And then your competitive instincts take over when you see another person come in and try to do the same thing that you're doing on the other side of the country in your own state, what have you, and, and you're working to get better than them. So at the same time, you spend all those practices and years of, of playing sports and, and getting a game day, and well, if you take that to real life and you're mm-hmm. still doing the same thing, you're just mm-hmm. not beating them on the scoreboard, you're trying to beat them in business and, and make more money than they are and stay more successful and, and get more clients and, mm-hmm. and be more known, essentially, is how you win your games. And in the business side of life now right, right. absolutely yeah absolutely
1: and also with <clears throat> with that mindset of that athletic mindset wanting to like beat your competition i think as athletes and coaches we also have the mindset of we're trying to break our own records too absolutely and we're internally motivated absolutely that way. no yeah. that's
2: 100 percent correct I, that i i think about that he mentioned it to me and the same way it's you're you're just trying to essentially it sounds bad you're trying to bury everybody or everybody else out of business <laughs> because you yeah, want to yeah. be the best yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: No, that's, yeah, that's what we that's what I, I loved about character combine is that, you know, you I think you hear the name character combine and you might just automatically think football. But once you get past that, you're thinking, OK, it's just character development. And, right. and all of that. And the thing I loved about them so much was that there was not not a watering down of competition uh, because of character. The two things go hand in hand. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to live your best life, if you're going to live a life of character, well, you have to give your best effort. And giving your be- best effort is going to make you competitive. Yeah. And so. um, that's the thing i just loved about them so much that's why i got involved with them is because yeah th- those those two things don't have to be separate those right. can be kind of go hand in hand and no you know,
2: i think what do they say character is who you are when your back's against the wall so your back's always against the wall in sports right. so what I mean, are you gonna do exactly how are you gonna how right. do you persevere how do you rise up how do you how do you fight
1: right right
0: exactly right um
1: I want to know about your media company. Can you tell? Yeah. Can you tell our listeners um, just again what it's called and um, how you got into that, and just what you do and how that's going right now? Yeah,
2: no, it's going really well. It's called Peterson Media, and okay. it's essentially a, a PR media company that really specializes in. It wasn't supposed to, but it's really specializes in motorsports media, uh, mm-hmm. mainly sprint cars, uh, almost exclusively sprint cars. But it's just the way that it's kind of gone. And like I was saying a little bit off air, you get to the point where you know you're not going to be in, you're not going to play sports anymore. So going to college, I knew I wanted to stay involved in sports since Mm -hmm. it was my life, my livelihood, essentially growing up. Majored in PR uh, at Sac State um, in the uh, Communication Studies Department. And... They don't tell you when you're getting ready to graduate that these job offers just don't come flocking in like you think they do. <laughs> That's not easy. Right? It's no, a scam. They, they just don't. They're not just sitting there waiting to hand you job offers yeah, yeah, yeah. as you right. get ready to graduate. So, That's
1: got to be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> right. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: and so having connections in the, in the racing world, because I kind of grew up there as a little kid. My parents were really involved in it. Oh, uh some of my closest Yeah. Yeah. Some of my closest friends are really involved in it. So I kinda jumped out there and, and asked some different teams if I could kind of do their, their media releases, their their race recaps. And this is before so, social media was getting big, but it wasn't what it is now. And so it kinda I did it to essentially have resume experience and then it just kinda snowballed and all of a sudden it became a, a big deal. Um, inquiries from around the country, people want it, um to do work with Peterson media just cause it was kind of a new thing. Now a lot of the PR stuffs, uh, it, it's getting more and more mainstream, but it's got legs. It's been around for nine, nine years now, I believe. Wow. Um, I've gotten a lot of cool opportunities from it. I I've traveled a lot from it, uh, different racetracks across the country, just having different clientele, the race, some of these national series. Um, so now social media is really big. So there's a lot of social media management of their pages of, of our pages, our, for the company um, and then doing some different stuff around like local racetracks in the area a lot of at Placerville Speedway I'm mm-hmm. on staff there now where I'm on the other side of the microphone talking to the winners and, and yeah. guys mm-hmm. throughout the night and uh, helping with social media stuff so a lot of really neat opportunities have, have arose from it I've met a lot of people I've worked with a lot of people that I grew up watching as a little kid which wow. is not a whole lot of people get to say that right. so cool. guys you looked up to now you're hanging out with at the races um, awesome. or writing about or talking to wow. or just kind yeah. of and small conversation with, or now you're in group chats with them.
1: Wow, oh my gosh.
2: So yeah, it's fun, it's cool. It keeps me busy, it keeps me in the sport, yeah. uh,
0: the sporting world and yeah. allows me to coach. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Well, and I think your understanding of social media, because that's, that's what you do now. Yeah social, yeah, social media, media is, is life. So I feel <laughs> like that's gotta help you when it comes to dealing with athletes, because social media, I mean, we've seen it, right, in either the professional level, right. so- someone does something stupid with social media, or someone does something stupid years ago, and then, you know, was it um, – he brought it up, Josh Hader, last year. His uh, He's the reliever for the Bruins. The oh, yeah. Brewers, not Bruins. Brewers, Brewers, yeah. Um, and I think it was right before the All-Star Game. Some tweets that he sent out there when he was, 15 like 16 yeah. Came, yeah. Oh, yeah. came back oh, to yeah. get you. So how does how does your understanding of social media, and you being a, a fairly young guy, help you when you're coaching younger athletes? In it, at the
2: end of the day, they have their own phones, which, uh, again – for me growing up, wasn't a thing. Right. So they have their own phones. They have their own social media accounts. Um, to an extent, you don't want to follow them too much because you, some of the stuff you don't want to see, like what they do <laughs> in their free time. Not that it's sure. bad. It's just stuff you don't care to see. Right. Sure. Uh, so the best thing, yeah, I mean, I am knowledgeable of it since I deal with it every day. It, it's just keeping them uh, down to earth, letting them know. Even stuff that they may say to each other on in direct messaging, it, it's still out there, so you mm-hmm. have to be smart about it. Um, following what they want to post on um, school-related stuff, I will keep tabs on that to make sure that nothing gets out of hand. They do a pretty good job about it, That's um, good. which That's is good. which is good. I know. I think last year uh, they got into some argument with uh, somebody from another school. I believe commented on somebody mm-hmm. that something someone posted, and they got into a little bit of a know. a pissing match. I guess yeah, I, don't know yeah, if I can <laughs> say that. Yeah, but, no, uh, you're free to say it. And uh, <laughs> so they got that taken down, but. Um, for the most part they do a decent job on it but i do i think i am able to let them know like hey i'm on it you guys can see that i'm 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 on everything stuff. i think i know this stuff so if yeah. you have to be smart right. especially we do have a kid who's going to college um you're like hey just be careful what you do because you don't know you could be here in four years right going through this mlb draft stuff and something you may say right. in high school right now or mm-hmm. something you may say when you're at sonoma state it may it may show up so mm-hmm. uh, it's good to uh, to let them know about it and let them know that those problems could arise and even mm-hmm. potential jobs go through that stuff now right. so you have right. to be careful what you're what you're posting or sharing or liking or retweeting right. or right. favoriting right. and all the different yeah things you can do now
0: yeah well, that's crazy because so we, we had butch on <laughs> butch uh, bakala on yeah. and he, he was saying the same thing because he's uh he was a scout for um, a bunch of organizations the reds i think um the mariners most mm-hmm. most recently but he was saying the same thing it's like at a certain point you get like once you're past mm-hmm. high school whether it's a job or a college or a professional team, at that point you're just an investment. Yeah, right. Exactly. So yep. the, team, the team that you're going to ha- or the job you're going to has to protect their investment, and so right. they, they scan all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: private or not, there's ways right. the upper tiers get around it to go look and mm-hmm. see what right. they are investing in mm-hmm. if, if- – they use that now a lot as as your background. I mean, mm-hmm. they do a real background check, but essentially right. that's your that's your real life background check. Right. Um, seeing what you like, I said what you post and what you favorite, and what you like. You may not, you may think it's funny and you like it, but it comes back right. and bites you in the you know what. Right. When you're totally. going to apply for a job one day.
0: And it's it's mm-hmm. in some ways, you know, for some people it may seem unfair because mm-hmm. you know time to change and what's acceptable yeah, changes the exact, but the bottom line the is culture like, changes you just have to adaptive. adapt with it right, yeah, right for exactly. sure so it's a, it's a bummer but it's something and i think for you guys as coaches to talk about that i think when it's connected to the thing they love most their sport yeah. mm-hmm. you guys probably in my opinion have the biggest voice when it comes to them understanding the power of social media cuz it's like it could cost you the one thing that you have that means the most to you mm-hmm. if you don't use it carefully. Whereas oh. someone else is like, "Hey, don't do that." Yeah, it looks no bad. doubt. Like, well, okay. But if it's like, <laughs> "Oh, I might lose opportunities as far as baseball or football right. or soccer." Okay, right. now I'm gonna maybe hopefully listen a little bit. Well, s- even more on closely. like the sporting right. side
2: of it, um, the, the set, or, uh, Joe Davidson with the B, he's on all over social media, following these yeah. different athletes right. just so he can stay in touch because mm-hmm. he wants to be able to see what's going on yeah. to report on them. So, right. I mean, he. Mm-hmm. Who's to say he didn't see something that's, that's questionable? And right. you don't know who's watching. You don't know who's, who's yeah. passing on what you right. see and like.
0: Right. And that's
2: something you have to continue to stress home with them just right. so they, you set them up for success in the future and you're, they're not setting exactly. themselves up for failure for mm-hmm. something meaningless when they're 15 or 16. Right, right. exactly.
1: And we usually tell our um, softball girls when I was coaching at Sheldon that <clears throat> the more successful you are, you're going to have, you know, the haters or, or whoever. And then they're going to dig and try to find things. Absolutely. We've, we've had issues with a couple of our athletic programs at Sheldon, just like people just <laughs> digging and looking for things just to kind of uproot, you know. Yeah, and even so, like
2: you got, even Sheldon's basketball program this year. That's on, exactly on, what I was talking
1: about. On, <laughs> yeah. on who knows oh. how they figured out
2: that right. who, whoever was playing on uh-huh. Sundays.
1: Yep, that was rough.
2: Yeah, he comes back and yeah. he may have posed the – Something, if yep. you just, I'm going to play basketball today. Right. Someone sees it. oh, well, that's against the rules. Yeah. And
0: here we are forfeiting eight games. Yep. Yeah. Well, like you said, yeah. that's yeah, such a good point because it's, it really does affect the team. The higher your team goes, right. Like I'm sure, like Folsom yeah. High School football team, mm. they've had to have that locked down so tightly yeah. <laughs> because there's so many people. <laughs>
2: 100%. I mean, you yeah, just Sheldon, look on their, you know what I'm saying? Basketball. Yeah, you yep. look on mm-hmm. Sheldon's team just their team Twitter where it's a coach or a, right. a booster mm-hmm. president or and Folsom's and all the stuff that people mm-hmm. say and hate and yeah. it's all it's the real. nasty things. It's unreal because you're essentially hating on high school kids and you're being mean to high school yeah. kids. They and forget that
0: part. It's, it's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's, you're going yeah. after kids for they grew up in Reno and they transferred to Folsom mm-hmm. before they were freshmen. So right. Right. Why are we being so nasty? Right. That, and that's one thing you do have to let them know is, hey, it's going to happen. You have to learn to brush it off or, right. or block that out. Or right. as soon as you see something, block it out and don't engage with it.
0: Right. right. Well, especially those athletes that play for high-level schools and mm-hmm. have a, a good shot at playing at the next level. Mm-hmm. It's just going to continue to get worse and worse. Worse and worse. Well, worse for you, you as a business owner. Like you said, it's competitive, so I'm sure you have to be careful what you tweet or tweet yeah, 100%. Business. Other I mean, you, businesses are like, okay, hey, this guy, this is the guy you want to put in charge of your yeah, stuff. exactly.
2: And and I'm mindful of it because me being a in, in social media, I have my own personal PJ Peterson Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and I have my Peterson Media stuff, right. right. Because people who follow Peterson Media may not want to see me and my dog at the lake, but <laughs> everybody else does. So you have to be able to separate it and, and be business only and, right. and be personal mm-hmm. only. But you still have to be mind, mindful that you're professional on both of them. Right. right. So that's, I that's can't it. post the stuff or if right. I get tagged in something or a picture, mm-hmm. on it, it, it's that's something that I don't want to portray. It right. may be right. out there, but I'm going to try to re- erase mm-hmm. it from Right. anything that I can and it's just a it's a professional thing because right. you don't never know who's looking at it you don't know what opportunity you may or may not lose from it so mm-hmm. it's the world we live in and and we we roll with it it's it's a big reason that I have a, a pretty successful business with social media so you can't hate on it too or I can't hate on it too oh, right? so not, <laughs> people yeah. who do.
0: no we love it we love it here
2: yeah, yeah. we we need it we <laughs> that's need how we it. get our stuff out Absolutely. yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah so that was kind of yeah. it was anytime social media comes up we kind yeah. of that becomes a huge rabbit we trail we love talking about well, it yeah. it's, totally. it's, it's huge and it's yeah. it, it's nice too because at a, at a school
2: like san juan where i coach at and you don't have a lot of parent involvement it, it's really nice to use that as communication with the parents for for games and practices and party yeah. or uh, right. like party banquet kind of things it, right. it's a nice it's a nice uh, communication tool so mm-hmm. as much as you have to keep the kids being smart on it you you know that hey we're going to communicate on it too, so we have to, we have to use it right and, yeah. and be positive
0: on it because we also use it up to fundraise. Right, yeah. absolutely. I'm glad you said that because that, that leads us to our next question. <laughs> I don't know if you did that intentionally, but that, that might have been the interviewer and in you just coming out. But So last I, correct me if I'm wrong, was it last year? Yeah, you, you yeah, were, yeah, yeah last I, year. I keep wanting to say involved. You were not involved. He was not involved in this. No, he, he <laughs> said he was you were aff- involved. He you was, were involved. <laughs> he, <kidding>. was, <laughs> he was affected <laughs> by this. Um, yeah. a, um, a fundraising scam. Yeah, it was that
2: was fun to deal with.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, did it now? I'll let you explain it. But did it affect you? Just you guys, or was it multiple schools that were involved?
2: Uh, after the fact, there was more schools that got targeted. Um, oh, I don't. Yeah, oh more schools and other programs because wow. after it came to light, it was more. I think it was the same company portraying themselves as other schools. Wow! So it was a big, big ordeal that they did. But uh,
0: so, what did they do exactly? I think it would be good for other schools and other coaches to, to know, be kind aware of. of yeah, to be aware. Yeah, of
2: it. and, and yeah. it's it's a slippery slope because there's actually companies. I we used one this year that actually do it legitimately and, and to, to help fundraise. But right. essentially, they were going around local businesses with a flyer that offered different sponsorship level tiers for signs on a home run fence and. Uh, <laughs> The flyer, it looked great. It was it was school colors, had the school logos and wow. everything. Everything was perfect until you got down to, uh, I think the the payment or the or the business address was like a PO box in Elk Grove, and um, <laughs> San Juan High School is not in Elk Grove.
0: L- l- kind of a far <laughs> distance <flag>. away, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: And so, um, uh, like with the with the racing stuff, is actually kind of hand in hand because uh, one of the guys raced and his business was local to San Juan and wanted to get involved. Perfect. Always looking for ways for people to to, sure. uh, to donate money to the program. He was talking about looking forward to a sign hanging in the outfield and I was confused. I, I don't know really what not. you're talking about but yeah hopefully you <laughs> went through boosters or something. I'm still kind of new here mm-hmm. and we a couple weeks go by and I'm like hey what's up with your sign? He goes I don't know you tell me and, and he sends me the flyer which was the fake flyer and that's when I knew we had a problem going on so I let him know I said hey this wasn't anything to do with us I think this was a scam um, try to stop your payment if you can so me trying to be proactive jumped on social media just like we talked about and and try to do a buyer beware thing so I know that I've got local uh, coaches and people involved in schools around the area just to let them know that this was happening and then the news wanted to get involved and they came out and ran a little bit of a story uh, I think He was able to get half. They were able to get half their money back. It wasn't a crazy amount. I mean, it was enough. It would have helped us significantly. Sure. Um, And it wasn't money that we thought was coming in, so it didn't affect us in that front. It just kind of left a sour taste because you had a local company who just got burned. And if you ever want to go try to get local companies involved again, you're hoping that there's not a bad taste in their mouth. Right. Um, Like I said, we actually hooked up with a company this year that was really helpful and and legit and, and sent us a check for... Um, some sponsorship stuff and programs that oh, they yes. round up so it was un- it's unfortunate that you have those bad ones going around because there are some companies who go out there and try to make it easy on you to, to get some extra money for your program um, especially in schools we're fundraising so hard right now uh, yeah, yeah. especially at, at, in a small school like San Juan where mm-hmm. uh, the demographic's not great to go out and fundraise mm-hmm. uh, and with a lot of involvement just because there's not a whole lot of people here to choose yeah. from so anything you can get is nice so to have the negative get show up and 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 be ugly it it, it's disappointing but um it seems like it it stopped because right after that I had some people send me pictures of letters and it was the same looking letter just saying (laughs) Mesa Verde um (laughs) I want to say my sister's work got hit up in Granite Bay so I mean it was all all over over, yeah it it was it was all over the Sacramento area but hopefully it got them out of here and made people a little bit more aware of it
0: and put an end to it yeah, for sure. Well, like you said, it does, it does make it more difficult for everybody else because if right. you know it gets it all gets cleared up. But then the next year, if you have Mesa Verde or San Juan or these other schools go to that same business, they're like, okay, well, how right. do we know this is legit? Right. And, and
2: as a coach and, and people involved with the program, you're busy with other things, so you don't have time to go out and, and, and try to chase money like that, and you can't mm-hmm. be so hands-on with it. So you're able to go to these companies that are real to get some help because it, it makes you some money, it makes them some money. Okay but then you're like, well, shoot, now you have this company who's out there making a mockery right. of it, right. uh, or not company, these people out there making a right. the mockery of it. Where, I mean, where's does the buck stop? And the unfortunate right. thing is, I mean, they did good work, so they could use that, they <laughs> yeah. could use that to their advantage and probably yeah. go make money in a non illegal way somewhere with right, their but exactly. their right. skill set and <laughs> right, their design skills. <laughs> yeah. Their graphic design yeah. skills design skills and obviously they're sell their sales people so there's definitely opportunity for them somewhere. Right.
0: And that's coming from you. That's what you do. Right exactly. <laughs> so Are like, you offering them a job? <laughs> no absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> that's a not. Good point. Right, that's good. We might clear that make that very clear. Right. <laughs> Man no. that's So so yeah, thanks for sharing that. Because I, I do think that's important for yeah, other coaches to I hear.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it's a thing. That, but there are legitimate ones. So I, I mean, if there are any business owners that get approached, always do your due diligence, do your homework, drop a phone call if you know the coach at the local program and see if they have something like this going on. Because this year, we had a couple of phone calls. Hey, is, is this real? Or are we, you, is it happening again? like, oh, no, 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 this is a, a real company <laughs> this we're is, using. This is right. legit. Yeah, 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 so you have to uh, definitely do right. your homework. You're not throwing money away to the wrong right. people wow right.
1: that's good for everyone to know i think
0: no that's really good yeah. and something you um something you mentioned when you were talking about that kind of leads into our next question because you're saying that coaches don't have time to right. go around and, and get money so you know i do follow you on both your i think i follow you up both on your peterson media and your own personal one and you're busy all the time like totally it, you, it seems like you totally you, uh, you you live life but then you're also coaching you run your own business right and we're always curious what's i guess what's your thought process or mentality when it comes to balancing coaching and life and everything else
2: it's hard um especially running my own business i don't have employees that can mm. that that can do the work while i'm gone mm-hmm. so um i'm partnered up with another guy and another business that i do and that actually gets time consuming because you're dealing with it, it's people order, placing orders for products mm. and so baseball happens to fall like right in the middle of the work day so mm-hmm. you try to balance it you you can and you can't um fortunately i've Got good guys on the staff of uh, the coaching staff. Where hey, I, I can't make it today. Like, I have to work, or I have to travel because I do travel a fair bit. Um, so you just try to make it work. And at the same time, you have you have what we have twelve kids that are depending on you for for sports. You can't let them down. Right. So you're really stretched, and you have to um, I, I wake up early and, and get more work done before you go. Um, come home and work a little bit after your game or practice. So it's a balance. Um, people think baseball goes from. February to May, we start in in January usually. <laughs> right. Run till May, then you've got um, a summer program at times or a fall program. Mm-hmm. So, it, it it gets to be much. Um, like I said, I'm fortunate to where I've been able to excuse myself from some of the the non spring stuff just because I have to work. Right. I have to be able to to have time for work. Um, if I have time for life, cool. But um, I'm lucky. They say if you if you love what you do for work, you never work a day in your life. So I'm lucky <laughs> to be in a job like that with right. with my media company. Where when I'm at the races on Friday, Saturday, it's with all of my close friends. Um, my girlfriend's gotten really involved at these racetracks and oh, and, cool. and and really gotten involved and became friends with all my friends, which is great. Yeah. So uh, that makes she, it easier. for Yeah, sure. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> She's a big fan of it. Uh, she enjoys it. She has a good tight knit excuse me it's a good tight knit group of friends up there at the racetracks too. So. Right uh if if time which gets tight doesn't let you live you at least uh have have the work life uh to to lean back on and then do a little bit of life once you get some time after baseball season ends yeah there you go
1: very good yeah that's because that's tough to balance
2: yeah it's the hardest thing i don't think people realize how (laughs) much time um the coaching aspect Uh of it takes yeah i know baseball you've you've got fuel you have field maintenance Mm -hmm. to do um I've been lucky one of our other guys has, has handled that. Uh, scheduling, mm-hmm. which takes a lot of time, especially <laughs> when it rains. Right. Yeah. Like it did the whole month yeah. of April and May, uh-huh. or a whole bunch of Mar- yeah, yeah. March and April. and Pretty it,
1: much every, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. it turned
2: into a yeah. full-time job where it was days where yeah. I'm like, I got no work done today because yeah. I was rescheduling right. games, and it's um, right. time to go to
0: practice. Wow. It just flies by. Yeah, yeah. it, it yeah. does
2: fly by, and it goes quick. So, yeah, finding that balance is tough. But I mean, you you do what you do, especially or do what you have to do, especially like I said, I don't I don't right. have anyone that is gonna pick up the work while I'm gone. It's the phone's on me, emails get answered. Uh, the only time I don't have it on me is during games or practice. It's always in my pocket, so if I hear it go off, I have to check an email real quick. And if it's nothing, it goes down. Right. If it's something I need to tend to, I have to tend to it because, like I said, baseball practice happens in the middle of the day. So right. it uh, yeah. you do have to to balance it, but you can't neglect one for the other and vice versa because right. your sport either goes down you disappoint kids or your business goes down and you don't have time for that sport anymore right. so you have to uh make yeah. it make it work
0: yeah no for sure yeah it's a yeah. it's a it's a crazy so what do you a crazy balance what do you do for fun what do you do to kind of take away the stress
1: Take the edge coaching. off. Oh, uh, the <laughs> edge <laughs> off.
0: Uh, That's a question you asked, but I stole it. So uh, <laughs> I stole it. here. That's right. We're talking over each there's other. A it's doing questions. There's a lot of turmoil here. So this yeah, may I not, know. this, is, this is episode, there. what, 20? This will be episode, like, 22, 23? Oh, 23. my gosh. That might be it. might, <laughs> might be a wrap. <laughs> the, the end. <laughs> yep. Um,
2: uh, the wintertime, there's not much to do. We'll, we like to get up to Tahoe when we can. Cool. Um, it, it's close, especially being in Folsom. It, it's not too far up the hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the summer, it's, it's, we get, we'll get the bikes out and cruise around, whether it's mm, to nice. go, go to dinner, go to lunch, go grab a drink. Um, we'll get the kayaks out. We'll hit the lake or the river. So just being outdoors, um, we've got a lab and a little teacup poodle that uh, occupy nice. us. Yeah, nice. yeah. So we'll walk them a lot. We'll hang out with them. Um, we kind of joke that it's their world. We just kind of live in it. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're there that's, to that's feed them the and dogs. everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the dogs are the dogs are always there. There's no bad days with them. If you had a bad right. day, they're they're there. They, they don't know any better. So we'll yep. walk them. We'll hang out with them. We'll take them somewhere, or, or we'll go be as active as we can. Nice. Um, playing softball or going to the batting cages or, like I said, getting on the water. Yeah. Some way, somehow, we, we we make it happen. But yeah, we're, we never seem to have a, a dull moment at our household.
0: I was gonna say, it, it seems like it seems like you're always moving, always yeah. busy.
2: Yeah, which is nice. It, yeah. it is nice. Um, sometimes you need weekends from your weekends, but uh, right. yeah. you, it, Before you know it, you get rested up, and the weekend's back again to go do something else. Absolutely,
0: yeah. I feel like that's kind of like that's been like the the common coach answer too is get outside yeah. get, be active yeah. that's that's a coach's, yeah, so as much coach that. yes yeah. as much as you want to sit on
2: your couch you, you're like yeah, i want to go do something i, I mean can't. it's it's nice to right. sit down and you and, and watch a football game or a right. college baseball game and 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 just right. to, to kind of mentally lose it but it's nice to get out and mm-hmm. just if it's outside sitting on your patio and and, and hanging out being outdoors is, is relaxing right. in itself Right, absolutely. I
1: can't, I don't, yeah, here's the thing, I can't sit, I can't sit down during the day and watch TV or movie, but at night, like right before bed, like oh, absolutely. the best thing ever. Right. But I can't even remember the last time I sat <laughs> during the day to watch something. <laughs> I sit for two seconds and I'm like, oh, gotta go do something Yeah. Else, it's, and I'll get up and do, find a way to do something. For some
2: reason, I hit the age, I don't know when, but I wanted to DVR all these sitcoms, so yeah. every night it's trying to, to watch yeah. the different Ketchup sitcoms right, on that, right. that are recorded Yeah. and uh, making sure that that she's there to watch them, or I have shows that I can watch on my own that she's not into, so it uh, yeah. that becomes a challenge in itself, too, but it, it, yeah. it's still, it's fun, but yeah, so getting outside for sure, though.
0: That might be the, one of the biggest uh, challenges of being in a relationship, is that the DVR? stupid DVR.
2: <laughs> Luckily, See, my she, wife and I don't have, there's not much crossover. And she used to not watch TV. Like, when we first started talking, it was, oh, she said, no, I don't have TV or internet in my apartment, and I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Because I, I mean I'm not I don't You're live like, and die by by TV but yeah. uh, I set shows to watch in the evenings and all of a sudden she's hooked on them and oh no you can't watch it until I get there because I used to I get home from the gym in the evenings and kind of right. veg out and now it's waiting until she gets there to to watch the uh, the shows with you and luckily there's a few that I can kind of sneak in on my own and she doesn't there's ones that she's never gotten into thankfully but time killers time killers exactly, yeah, yeah. until we can watch the stuff but
0: I really want to watch it and she's locked into too yeah. So, I, I don't awesome. watch, I never watch Game of Thrones. I've just never got into mm. it. Um, but I heard that was an issue for a lot of people. Oh,
1: for a lot like of it, couples? It was, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just that's people funny. in general, like
0: friends, couples, oh. whatever it may be. It's like, yeah, hey, I never we gonna, can't yeah. talk about this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I haven't seen it yet. Or, you know, I know this massive episode oh, happened last funny. night, but you can't watch it until Wednesday.
1: Yeah, all of, I haven't watched any of it this, this season, but all of my coworkers ruined it for me every week. They just all talked about it, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I never, never I, got okay, into okay, that. So I don't,
2: really? The biggest. It
0: yeah, might be the first time ever that three people are in the same room and not one person has
2: watched. Yeah. The, so I, mm, at 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 all. the biggest it. show that, uh, that got me a lot and of my D friends will, will yeah. watch together via, uh, we've got a group uh, chat called The Six Pack. Okay. There are six of us, and it's The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise, and it's all dudes. There you go. <laughs> and it's it's six of us dudes that some some of them make fun of us, and oh the other ones gosh. sit there, and it's that's, that's the real big one that we'll all kind of we'll all right. Eight forty five, we'll that's sit down hilarious. and watch it.
0: That's funny. Have you guys done like the uh, the fantasy? Bachelor stuff,
2: no, we never got that far. I, um, I did that once. We don't get that, you did. I didn't do it it. great.
0: No, I didn't do so well. My, my March Madness <laughs> tournament did a little bit better, but <laughs> that's hilarious. That's just
1: tough,
2: yeah. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny. That's uh, that's the one. And then she, Ryan's never uh, gotten into it, and she thinks that I'm crazy for watching it, but now she's right there watching it. Every night, too, and it's bound yep. to happen, it happens, yep. which yeah, is yeah. funny. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. So, Deb, do you have any other questions for PJ before we ask that final question?
1: I don't, otherwise we're gonna get off on more tangents and just <laughs> talk forever. Talk more basketball, <laughs> talk more TV. Talk more TV, yeah. we, we could
0: do this for a while, man, yeah. so. Um, so the last question we have for you, and we ask all of our guests recently, is do you have one final takeaway, uh, whether it be for uh, a coach that's maybe looking into getting into coaching, or maybe athletes, you know, that are, you know, just in the middle of their seasons, or I guess not right now, but, you know, are right. preparing for their season coming up. Any other thoughts, final word that you have for them?
2: Um, I tell the athletes, or I tell my athletes, uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. If you're only going to get into it, what you put out of it, um, especially in the high school level, it goes by quick. Mm-hmm. Um, to be successful, uh, it's more than just your two-hour practices a day. You have to be willing to go put the work in
0: yeah.
2: um, outside of it. And then anyone who wants to get into coaching, you know, remember that you're an extension of of those of those kids. You have to realize that. To, to get respect, you have to show respect. And, and they're not going to respect you if you don't respect them. And it's a big thing is to get kids to buy into your to program is with that respect factor. And when you can talk to them like high school kids and kind of adapt to their level to an extent, they're going to want to buy in and, and play for you and, and have fun under you and, and succeed under you. So those are probably my big two takes for for athletes and then nice. coaches or, or
0: potential coaches. Nice. Was it great.
2: Awesome. Where can
0: they follow you? Social media. Social media.
2: Uh, Business stuff on Twitter, it's at Peterson underscore media. Um, That's going to be a lot of motorsport stuff. Uh, General life, it's at PJPeterson5. My last name is P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N. Um, so no O's and then on Instagram and Twitter it's all the same on all accounts so I make it easy for you to follow me we on appreciate it. that they appreciate that too it's all the same straight across now that I think of it I think I did that on purpose
0: that was nice. smart that's, that's, that's yeah. how we know you're a social
2: media guy right <laughs> keep,
0: it, keep it simple exactly, exactly. The same. Deb where can they follow us
1: uh, Twitter at Sports Character Instagram at Character Combine Facebook LinkedIn YouTube and Snapchat I'm not giving up on that Snapchat
0: that's cool because it will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Snapchat. Yeah, I, just re- I refuse to use it.
1: Do you really, you don't have the app anymore on that? Give me no, the, pa- I'll do it. Give me the password.
0: The last, uh, let's see, the no, <laughs> <laughs> the last Combine that we did, was what, two years ago? Uh-huh. That was the last time I used it. Okay, Josh. And I, and I, Please, uh, Josh. I did something right at the beginning of the day. I, I think I uh, sent out like a picture of registration. That was it okay I just don't like it
1: give me the password I'll do it
0: alright we'll see I don't even remember the password <laughs> <laughs> that one's gone I'll make so. a new
1: one up okay enough nonsense
0: yep so hey man okay. we appreciate you coming through and uh, good luck with everything
2: no thank you I appreciate you guys having me it's uh, for, like I said first time on this side of the mic so
0: curious to see how it comes out you did You did good <laughs> we, you did good All right, All right, right. Thank you, you might again, take guys. my job actually oh so. there we go we'll talk yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, might, this might be over <laughs> alright we're out of here see ya okay.